want to be empowered with the Holy Spirit? Are you in need of an uplifting message? It's time for today's Uplift, encouraging words and biblical truths to help you find freedom in the Lord Jesus Christ. All right. So, forgiveness. Yes. Very important. <laughs> um I mean there's so many ways we could go with this. Well yeah, so we have to forgive others and we have to forgive ourselves the way that God forgives us. So so that's like the starting point, right? So mm-hmm. we always start with the Lord. So God God, God asks us to do things that are really things he's already doing right so in many ways mm-hmm. so so forgiveness it, he clearly tells us that right like we are to forgive others because he has forgiven us i heard that in a prayer once uh-huh <laughs> that's exactly right <laughs> no but you know that's it's important because you know we say the lord's prayer and we say forgive or however we say it, sins, debts, trespasses, whatever word you want to use, forgive us as we forgive those who have done that to us. So that's a commandment. And, you know, we a lot of times we treat it as, well, thank you, God, for forgiving me, but there, there's just no way I'm going to forgive this person. And that's just harmful to you. It's not harmful to the other person. I know in days before yeah. when i would say i'm not going to forgive that person i thought i was doing something bad to that person by not forgiving them i was only hurting myself that other person didn't even know that i wasn't forgiving them mm-hmm. it was just hurting me yeah it's kind of like if if you actually had a wound on your body right everybody wants to heal up because if you don't heal up it's going to produce really bad things yeah. And we teach our children to do this, right? You got to learn to take care of yourself because if you don't heal up, right, it's going to do really bad things. And so, and that's kind of the, the situation with forgiveness, right? If you don't heal up and the healing up that's required is a decision that needs to be made. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so the, the issue is like, so if you don't heal up, you're going to end up in a lot worse situation. And so forgiveness, I kind of put it like this. Forgiveness is one of the greatest miraculous powers that we could experience in our life. Mm. But it's never based on a feeling. Right. It's always based on faith. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, if we talk about it in the two aspects. So we want God to forgive us. And then God expects us to forgive others because of that relationship we have with him. Okay, so if you look at both of those, both of those are done with faith, right? So the reality is it's a faith-based decision. Mm-hmm. So when I go to the Lord and I ask God to forgive me, he technically doesn't have to. Right. Right. True. God God does not have to forgive anybody. He's the only perfect being in the universe. He technically is the one who has never uh, done anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? He's the side of the party that literally has the right to judge. Mm-hmm. And his judgment would be absolutely correct, absolutely fair, absolutely right. 
and yet he offers forgiveness. Mm -hmm. So the only thing I can do is I go by faith, trusting what he said. Right. Notice God's not trusting what we say because we lie. Right. So he's trust. I'm trusting <laughs> what God said because yeah. he doesn't lie. Right. And if right. God says that he forgives and he wants to forgive and he shows that throughout scripture, then we have to take him at his word, literally take him at his word. And so forgiveness is an act of faith. Now, the strange part about this is when we go to other people, we have this thing where we, we don't want to forgive unless we feel like we should, like we want to feel it first. But that's not how forgiveness operates. Forgiveness is a faith-based thing, and we see that with the Lord. So therefore, it's also a faith-based thing with other people. So if like Chad did something against me and I'm offended, and I come to him and I say, hey, man, you know, I forgive you for something. I have to do that by faith. Like I have to, I, I'm never going to feel like, you know, you're never going to feel like somebody doesn't owe you. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if you've been, a, if somebody offended you and they, they hurt you and they did like, it's never going to be that situation. You're never going to go, boy, I just feel like it's fine today. Mm. No, it's, it's always based on faith. So you have to, you have to, uh, by faith, make that choice to forgive. And then your feelings line up with it. Then the healing starts taking place. Right. And it, it's, I, I remember a time when I, uh, I injured my knee and I injured my knee and it got infected mm. and it, it's the skin around it started dying. Mm. And I did this in college. And so I had to go to the nurse and the nurse there at the college was like, okay, you have to take this swab of that has alcohol on it and you have to rub in your knee all the dead skin off and you have mm. to do this every day until it's gone mm. sounds painful it was terrible no. <laughs> i was like i can't imagine me? like so it's kind of one of those things you grit and bear it but that was actually the healing process right like i had to do this to get rid of the junk so that it would be healed. And I have a scar there today. It doesn't hurt anymore. It's not infected anymore. I don't, I don't even really think about it. But see, that's like the healing process. Mm. I don't want to do that. I had to do that. Mm -hmm. It works the same way in our life. You know, when people honestly owe us something, we have in our minds, whatever they owe us, if they give it to us, if they give it, it like if they owe us what they're supposed to, I'm going to feel better about it if they give me what's owed to me or, or we have this idea that somehow if you can give me something of equal value, that's owed to me, or somehow you want the revenge that comes with that, right? Like I that's should true. get there. I should, I want to see you suffer like I did. Right. And we think all of that is the path to healing and none of that's true. Mm -mm. It just holds us back. Yeah, it just it just it makes it worse. It makes it's it worse, terrible. right? And so God is really by telling us to forgive others, He's really showing us the only way to be healed. Mm. Mm -hmm. The only that's way. good. So, I told somebody one time a lot of what you said there. Yeah. <laughs> We have a special guest tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and she told me why 
this in her words, she could not forgive this other person for what he had done to her. He had stolen so much from her life and, and affected her life in such a way because, you know, something happened to her as a child and it affected her so traumatically that she lost, she felt like she lost much of her life. And, and I say this and I, and I realized that I could be talking, there's people that could be watching that might say, Hey, he's talking about me. I just realized that the person I'm thinking about is probably not the person who's watching. So <laughs> it's not about you. Um, but because I, I've had several people with similar stories, but anyway, um, what I saw was a correlation of, Forgiveness equals forget. And that's not the case. God didn't say forget what happened. He said, forgive the person as he has forgiven us. Mm -hmm. You know, forget does not mean forgive. Um, because, you know, you don't want, like if someone, you're walking down the street and someone robs you, you forgive the person. But if you forget, then you're going to walk down the street with that person there again and get robbed again. And if you forget it, you're going to do it again. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's not about forgetting so that you get harmed again, but forgiving. So I guess the question that we should try to answer is what is forgiveness mm. if not forgetting? Well, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, a free will decision that's not made by emotion, but made with an understanding of, of what, of, of the intent of it. And, and it's based on, again, what Robert talked about in scripture, because, you know, as we want God to forgive us of all of our sins, he also commands us to forgive others. But, but the, the in in the essence of that, it's 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 a freedom from that strife. It's a freedom from strife is the way that I understand it. Because anytime we we hold that strife and in that that um that unforgiveness, that tension, that hurt, that pain, that you know. And it, it can even be sickness and, and all those things wrapped in into one package. When someone, we feel that someone does us wrong, you know, we have to let all that go to, to achieve our freedom. And, and, you know, I think that that's what it means. That's my opinion of what it means or my interpretation. And I, oh, think, I mean, it's very good. Literally like, I think what people got to realize is forgiveness is not saying that something didn't happen. Mm -hmm. so it's not like a form of denial. It's not a coping mechanism. It's, it's literally a healing process. Mm -hmm. And that process starts by somebody actually really does owe you something. Mm -hmm. Like they, they have hurt you in some way and therefore they owe you something. And you're going to say in your heart, in your mind, you are choosing to cancel the debt. Mm -hmm. You're choosing to mm -hmm. say, I'm, I'm not 
I'm, I do not, I'm not going to collect on this debt. As a matter of fact, I'm going to assume that the debt, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just say like, they don't owe me anything. And what you're doing is you're literally leaving it with the Lord. Mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. you know who owes who, you know how much I owe you, you know how much everyone else owes you, you know how much these people may owe me or that person may owe that person. And because we are not righteous judges, we will not get it right. Mm-hmm. Our judgment will be wrong. Yeah. And we have to like acknowledge this and then say, okay, because of that, I know that not only does somebody owe me, but I owe somebody else. Mm-hmm. Unless we assume we have lived life a, in a perfect way where we have never hurt anybody. We have, we never owe anybody. Mm-hmm. Then we all are in the same boat. We are all people who are in debt mm-hmm. to somebody. Mm-hmm. And so the reality is, what we're going to choose to say is, I am I'm not going to collect the debt, though it may be real and it may be true, and it, you know, I'm not denying it happened. I'm just not. I'm just choosing that it's no longer going to be owed to me. I'm going to leave that in the Lord's hands, mm-hmm. and. At the end, whenever all these things come about, he will know the right thing to do and the right judgments to have. Right. right. On top of that, what you're also saying is like, not only does that person not owe you, but it's something you're you're never going to forget, but you'll be able to remember it without pain. Yeah. You, you remember it without the hurt. You remember it. So it becomes the scar in your life. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it, that's a great point because when you don't forgive, when you do remember, it is used against you. Mm-hmm. You know, the enemy will use it against you when you don't forgive and mm-hmm. it will be painful memories. And there's not a lot you can do about that really, except to forgive, give it to God and let the healing begin so that it's not as painful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it can't be used against you. And, and something you guys have both done is you've drawn a correlation between forgiveness and healing, and that can go, oh, oh, yeah. you know, we, you know, that, that's a, that's pretty wide. That's a wide brush, but you know, that's one thing that is I've been thinking about as you guys have been talking about that particular point, uh, Greg Moore in his book, your healing door, which we've talked about on here, he said that unforgiveness is one of the greatest enemies of healing. There you go. All right. Yeah. One of my favorite books, but he's yeah. in there. He says unforgiveness is one of the greatest enemies to, of healing and in healing yeah. can be emotional. It can be, uh, you know, physical. It can be it, impact your entire being, you know, all aspects of who you are. And, and so some of us have deep emotional scars. Some of us have deep physical issues. Some of us have all those things. And if we have, if we hold all that strife inside of us of, about a debt, like Robert said, debt, somebody, we feel that someone owes us a debt, that debt that we perceive can literally kill us. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has the power to kill us. And so no matter how much it, we think it's going to hurt or how much we don't, we, we, we fight against forgiving someone of that debt. 
man, it's the best thing you can do for yourself. Mm -hmm. I've had conversations. Go go ahead. Like, uh, you know, if, okay, so theological, I'm going to get theological here. Okay. Okay. For us to be justified before God requires forgiveness. Okay, because because the reality is, and that, and by the way, it goes along with a parable. You know that I love the parables, right? Mm-hmm. It goes along with the parable of unmerciful servant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But God tells us in Scripture, you can't. It is impossible for you to be justified before Him, except He's going to do two things. And so, if you were to look up like, and which is by the way part of a component of salvation. So, if I were to break it mm-hmm. down theologically. If you say salvation, which is to rescue, right? Salvation requires a part in there called justification. And justification happens with two things. The first one is a cancellation of debt, a forgiveness of what you owe. The second one is an imparting of righteousness. So so what happens is one's a debt, one's a credit. So if God were a banker, And he was going to say, I'm going to justify you before he can do that. He has to forgive your debt and then credit to you something you never had, something that you don't actually own, which is righteousness. And of course, we know that can only happen through Christ, Mm -hmm. but that's how he's going to do it. So he's going to forgive the debts and impart the righteousness. And that is encompassed within salvation. Right. So salvation to be rescued, you must have a justification process. That is Christ mm-hmm. forgiving the debts, imparting his righteousness. Mm-hmm. And that and that's what allows us literally to be what would be termed justified. I literally have something that has been credited to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have it. It's been given to me as a gift. And it's only been given to me as a gift because of a spiritual act of forgiveness. Mm. A debt had to be canceled. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. The Bible, if you read, I'm talking Old Testament all the way through to New Testament. Of course, you're going to see it a lot in the New Testament. But, you know, you look at things like um, the year of Jubilee, all pointing towards what you just said, you know. On the 50th year, all debts are canceled. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was every seven years as well, or I, if I remember correctly. But anyway, you know, you see this canceling of debts all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's also one of the reasons why, you know, God was very angry when they didn't do that. And then you also see like Romans chapter four. Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Exactly. Yep. So yeah, the themes are just all throughout the Bible of what you just said. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you know, honestly, I never drew that correlation the way you just did, but as you were saying it, I'm thinking of all these things in the Bible, like, okay, that makes more sense now. I see where this is. You tied it all together very nicely, put a nice bow on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Very god good. god is never if you put it like this god has never desired us to be slaves mm. only to be free mm-hmm. and that freedom exists within his world of course within him and the the way he has designed it and ordered it in creation you have all that freedom the problem is slavery exists because we owe 
and we are we are debtors and so every single person is a debtor so god is the one who ultimately we owe and then we also because of sin has we've started becoming debtors to each other right and so and so we're enslaved and so god's desire just like going back to what you're saying about the the year of jubilee right and you know that people would be set free right because god's desire is not, is that you would not be enslaved in your life mm-hmm that that his desire would be but there's only one way not to be enslaved especially to him right so so if you owe god right. something think about that if you owe god something can he put a price tag on what you owe him and you actually pay it off Mm-mm. no no because that's kind of the problem right the problem right. is we owe god and we cannot pay it off <laughs> like it doesn't matter. We just cannot pay it off. It's impossible for us to pay it off because we have the wrong starting point and we have, we, there's not, so we, there's nothing we can do to actually make it to the mark of paying that off. Literally a debt we cannot, uh, or we cannot pay back, right. which is why we needed the Christ. But that's also why grace exists. Mm-hmm. The reason that it's, free right there there's no measuring point for it because everybody owes a different debt amount and god can't put a price tag on it and say well you've got to perform this much and he has to perform this much see that's the way that humans think with regard to debt mm-hmm. god just cancels the debt he just he just gives a free gift of canceling the debt give us something we don't even deserve but he did that because he paid the price mm-hmm. So the forgiveness, not, not only does God choose to cancel a debt, then he, then he gives us on top of that something else. And so that, that's the generosity of the Lord, the grace of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Takes the standard and just wipes it out. Yeah. You know, uh, go back to that conversation I had with the, the atheist. Uh, when I asked him, you know, he said, well, I just think you have to live a good life by whose standard? Yeah, exactly. But God wipes out that standard by giving us grace and saying, you're all yeah. debtors you, you owe, but here it is anyway. And and look, let's be honest. Like, I'm just going to pick on the atheist here for a second. Sure. What What's the point of living a good life? To what end? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, like, you know, right. I mean, like, wh- what does it matter? Like, who would care? And, and right. if you truly believe, if you truly believe you're just going to be dirt one day, what is the quality or what is the reason to live a good life? And then you have to define good, right? Mm-hmm. Like who defines that? Yeah. Right. So the answer to that is that he does have a moral standard within him that was imparted to him by God. Mm-hmm. He just exactly. doesn't realize it yet. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We all have a moral standard. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. I'm actually reading C.S. Lewis's Mere Christianity right now. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just kind of reading it for funsies. But it's on my shelf collecting dust. <laughs> it's it is extremely powerful. This is where he comes yeah. up with his moral argument for you know why God exists, mm. right? His philosophical argument with moral using morals to show God must exist. Because we we make this statement, our conscience, we have this conscience that gives us these right and wrongs. And it's like, why do we even use the terminology? Right. I mean, if you if you really honestly 
are an evolutionist. Why use the why use any terminology of right and wrong? Because that implies moral standard. Yeah, it's true. And then who who are who is anybody in the world to say that they can hold you to to some standard? Right? If you're really yeah. honestly an evolutionist, or you're really honestly an atheist, I know those two are not always the same. Okay, but but if you're yeah. either one of those camps, what why would you even listen to the government about? what you should do and what you shouldn't do. Where did they even get their standard? Yeah, right. right. Or authority. Right. Right. Yeah. Or yeah. Authority. yeah. Right. Who says they right. have the authority, right? I mean, it makes no sense. And yet we see it across the board, this standard that exists, that is a part of us that's ingrained in us. Uh, I actually watched a sermon the other day and, and Paul mentioned this in Romans. He said, if the Gentiles live, by human nature live out the torah isn't that proof that god is speaking to them in their conscience mm. yeah absolutely. And this is and so it sounds a lot like c.s lewis but this is what paul is saying in scripture mm -hmm. that there's this moral fabric and fiber right well that kind of takes us back to forgiveness why would forgiveness be so important because we know there's a rightness to it right there is a rightness to it and to not have it is wrong and we and we'll see it look you don't even have to listen to the scripture about it if you don't want even though i think that's the source but just watch it in movies we celebrate movies we will tear up and cry when we see somebody reach this goal of forgiveness hmm. because there's something about it that is righteous it is right and so it just, it, it moves us. But yet it's the last thing that most of us want to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because we're okay with it applied to somebody else. We love the story. <laughs> and we know somewhere we need that. We just don't want to take the journey. Mm -hmm. like it, it's hard. It's hard on us to take the journey for ourselves, right? It's, mm -hmm. but it is the right thing to do. But sometimes doing the right thing is not the easy thing. Well, you know, the other factors come in, okay? We've got pride. We've got all these things that stand in the way of our forgiveness, you know? There's there's situations in 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 amongst my family members and different levels and relationships that people are like, "No, I'm not forgiving them. They they did this and they were wrong and you know, it's like, okay, well, uh you know that's for God to figure out, and you know we can we can either agree or think that they were wrong or not or whatever. But you know they might even if they were wrong, we still have to forgive them because all we're doing is hurting ourselves. All right. You know, um, yeah, we're we're holding ourselves back from the freedom, from from yeah. what God wants us to be, and we're we're causing ourselves emotional pain, and we're causing ourselves physical issues, and we're causing ourselves all these things. And you know it. What Greg Greg Moore calls it calls people that you don't want to forgive your sandpaper people. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, they're yeah. abrasive. These are people that you know cause you uh, agony and cause you suffering and all that and do you wrong and and well, that's it. And like this is where justice and grace meets. Like this is why God says this in the scripture. Justice is a moral quality. We all mm -hmm. want justice. We feel like evil should be judged. We just don't want the evil that we do to be judged. 
right. We're judged, right? So, yeah. so like it turns, but but if you're going to judge evil across the board and that's the right thing to do, everybody gets judged, including myself. So God is saying, Hey, justice is a moral quality, but so is grace. Mm-hmm. And so grace would say it's time to forgive what is owed to you, right? So right. And so there's been a lot of talk recently in the years, right, of, of repercussions being given to people who have things that have been done to them or their even their ancestors. Right. Like right. like in America, oh, you know, if, if you've been part of if your family's been part of this, then, hey, we owe, the government owes you something or this. Owes you. But, you know, that's never going to actually pan out because humanity, as much as we try we can never have perfect justice. No, that's right. right. And and so because we're corrupt, right? We have this problem. Mm-hmm. And so God's God is saying justice is a requirement, but I'm asking you to have grace. I'm asking yeah. you to forgive in these situations mm-hmm. and, and leave justice to God in the end. Because he's the only one perfect and righteous enough to handle it and do that. Right? And he's going to do it. And so, for the meantime, we must exercise what God has exercised in our life, that forgiveness. And the only way to do that is to offer grace. You're literally going to give somebody something they don't deserve. But that's because Mm -hmm. God gave it to us. Love co- love covers a multitude of sins, right? Amen. That should be our motivating force for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I th- feel like the more we learn about love, the the more we realize how powerful it is and the more we realize why we need to exercise it. It yeah. really it's the the root of so many things. Mm-hmm. Of grace and forgiveness and it, it's just an amazing thing. So uh, real quick, I wanted to there. share something. Go ahead. Yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I, was I just want to love there, like God so loved the world. See, that's his motive. Yeah. Like the whole, the whole motivating force of forgiving people through Christ, His Son, is because He loved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He so yep. loved the world. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Um, I have another atheist friend. And I tell, um, I have several atheist friends, actually. It's, it's a pretty amazing, but anyway, this one guy, he is like the most moral person, more moral than a lot of Christians. He is more forgiving than a lot of Christians. And I just keep, I am always saying to the Lord is like, I can't wait for the day you finally break through to him that he sees you because he acts like you. But anyway, I said to him one day, he, um, I said, why did you do that? He goes, because I got a moral filter. And I said, well, where'd you get it? He just looked at me. He thought about it for a minute. I didn't say anything. He goes, I hate you. I'm not talking about this. And he walked away. <laughs> it made yeah. him think for a moment. Made him yeah. think. Because he knew where I was going with it. And he will, he refuses. If you start talking about religion, he'll walk away. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's another story for another time. But yeah, he really made him think that one time. It didn't come from me. God gave me that in that moment to say that to him clearly. But anyway, I digress. Got off tangent. 
<laughs> yeah, no, this has been a great conversation tonight, though, so far. Mm-hmm. Really great. That, the, the conversation about morals is just powerful. Like, I don't think people people are making assumptions that they got their morality from their parents or that they mm-hmm. got it from the environment or something like that. But that's that's just not the case because you can switch environments on people and you can switch parents on people and you can say, oh, yeah. they, they, we all have the same right and wrong standards. And we, and we know it like it's, it's there. So there's, there's something that we've really got to consider with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of was like what your feel, what your story was. My son, Caleb was on an outreach. He was actually going door to door at one point, inviting people to church. And he, he met a psychologist who he found out loved C.S. Lewis, but was an, an atheist. Mm, interesting. And I, yeah, that's a, now that's an interesting conversation. How, <laughs> yeah. you, so, so how do you read C.S. Lewis and end up like you're still an atheist? Right. But so C.S. Lewis, what was funny, uh, he, he really respected C.S. Lewis, but I don't think he ever read his moral argument. So Caleb actually expressed to the guy, well, let me tell you a little bit about that. And he, and this is how he did it, though. He said, let me ask this question. Like, he knew the guy had a daughter that he loved. They had a con- long enough conversation. And, oh, he had a daughter. And he said, okay, so you don't believe in anything of, of atheism, or I mean, anything of God. And he said, so what's the deal with standards, right? Because the guy was like, yeah, we, we have standards. And he said, what would happen? He started getting him on the concept of justice and love. And he said, what would happen if somebody took your daughter and just mutilated her? Oh, he immediately was spewing out all the wrongness of that. Like, this is terrible. That's not right. Blah, blah, right. Immediately what's coming out, this moral standard of justice. Mm-hmm. Hey, Here's what I'm finding out. If, if you were to take somebody and get them in a situation where they weren't thinking but reacting, we still have mm-hmm. morality that comes out. Right? If I, mm-hmm. if I come mm-hmm. up to you on the street and I punch you in the face and take your wallet, you will immediately say, you can't do that. You're going to spit out a standard. Yeah, you're right. Well, who says I can't do that? If there are no standards, why did that come out of you? In a moment where you weren't thinking, you're reacting to the situation, a moral standard comes out. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what's, what's amazing about it is we cannot, we cannot escape the way God created it. We like to think that we'll be outside of them, like we want to be outside the moral standard. And it's just it just doesn't happen because even our statements cause us to be within moral standards like yeah an atheist that says there are no morals created one in the <laughs> statement you created a moral the, your moral is there are none so you have one absolute in your life and that is that there are no absolutes <laughs> which means you just contradicted yourself right like you we no matter what we do we live in a system of truth and morality and it's because that's the way God made it. One of those truths that exists is that we're debtors. Mm-hmm. Mm. We owe people and we owe God. And whether we like it or not, that's the system we're in. And that requires justice. Yeah. 
and it requires justice from a holy God. Now, the beautiful part about that is he's not just a God of justice, but he's also a God of love and grace and mercy and all these all these qualities all at the same time. Mm. And therefore, coming back to our subject, therefore, forgiveness can be offered. Mm. Right? Wow. In, so in a way, forgiveness uh, is justice. It is. It in is a way. form of it. Yeah. It is a form of justice. It's a it's one way justice can be served. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't have to punish. You right. can forgive. Right. Right. And so it is one form of justice. Wow. Well, guys, we got deep tonight. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're supposed to be uplifting, and man, we. But you know what? I I believe that we made it so people can follow it and understand it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I think we we really kept it in an uplifting. How do we do, Chad? We we need to ask our uplift person to to grade right. us on this one. I'm I'm like the uplift meter. Like how did it do in here? Like uh, uh well, so the the thing that I think the takeaway for people is to say this is an uplifting topic because it's even though it's something that you may not want to address or tackle, if you do, it can be a very uplifting thing, it can be a very freeing thing, and it can get you closer to God and you can experience healing emotionally, physically, however if you do this and this is part of leaning in, but yes, to answer your question, I think we're pretty high on the meter, <laughs> right? <laughs> it was a successful night then. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I do think it was. And, uh, but we are out of time, as you know, I was going to say, <laughs> we went By a way. little bit of overtime tonight, but that's all right. But that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know what? There's, there's no standard for this. You just we just try to keep it to uh you know don't want to overwhelm people i know i probably wouldn't yeah i would sit and listen to us for hours i would but not everybody would but anyway we're right within the bounds still so uh thank you guys both for for tonight this was fantastic it uh thank you for filling in for me last week too when i couldn't be here and, and for not uh picking on me too much <laughs> No, we, we didn't want to, you know, because you have the power of video editing, you know, like so for, pe <laughs> for people who don't know, Phil does all the video editing, you know, so like, it, it, you know, if we did something too bad, he could just get us back and we wouldn't even know it until it, until it aired. So, you know, that yeah. is so true. That is so true. So now if you ever find any problems with the editing, you know who to go to. Or if 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 some if some big thing comes up instead of your face, or like he makes us a potato <laughs> yeah. or something, you know, like well, we must have offended then we'll, Phil. Then we'll have to ask him to revisit this episode and say forgiveness is yes. free, Phil. That's right. Instead of making my face a potato, Phil, you should have just forgiven. Uh, me. But you have right. the perfect face for a potato. Oh, see, oh. there we go. Okay. Now you got your dig at me. Go ahead and get one at Robert. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait uh, a minute. Kidding. You're both Browns fans, so you couldn't. Yeah, that's a dig right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now we're having too much fun. <laughs> yeah. We'll see that, right. that, that we got to finish on an uplifting note. 
There you go. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining in tonight. We hope you enjoyed it. Give us some feedback on it. Let us know, share this video with someone you think might, might uh, benefit from it. Um, we get, do not get paid for this. We get nothing for this. We don't, you know, get money by views or anything like that. We just do it because we love the Lord and this is what he's called us to do. So, you know, we're just doing it for you. Yep. Let us know what you think. All right, guys. Uh, do it again next week. We'll be here. All right. Sounds All right. good. See ya.